turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. KYCR Golden Valley. From Wall Street to your street. Tune in on the go with our free app. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy telling Salem Radio Network the House needs to investigate the withdrawal of Afghanistan. We have three co-equal branches. Congress has oversight. What Congress needs to be doing right now, first get the Americans out, but the oversight. I've had our three committees of jurisdiction send a letter to preserve all that information. We need people before us. Why were these decisions made? McCarthy making his comments during a forum hosted by Salem Radio Network host Hugh Hewitt and sponsored by the Richard Nixon Foundation. California Governor Gavin Newsom and legislative leaders seeking nearly $17 million in state money to help settle Afghan refugees in that state. He says he and the leaders of the Assembly and Senate want to use general fund money to help. This is SRN News. Looking for a fall fundraiser that's profitable and healthy? Then do what so many churches, schools, and civic groups do. Raise money the delicious way with Shermer Pecans. I'm Putt Weatherby, a fifth-generation pecan grower and owner of Shermer Pecans. Supplying fundraisers for over 75 years, we know the recipe for a winning fundraiser. It's our delicious, fresh-shell Georgia pecans. At Shermer Pecans, whether you're new to fundraising or a seasoned pro... We'll make your campaign simple with tips, print materials, and delicious recipes to share with your fundraising team. And Shermer Pecans offers giftable packaging with great margins per bag. Start a new favorite tradition with a Shermer Pecan fundraiser. Shermer Pecans are always hand-selected and fresh-shelled. Harvested from orchards that have been in my family for over 100 years. You'd be nuts to fundraise any other way. Make your fall fundraiser profitable and healthy. Shipping begins November 1st, so get set up to sell at ShermerPecans.com. That's S-C-H-E-R-M-E-R, Pecans.com. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround, call 651-289-4418. 651-289-4418. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. Is it his time? Yes! Where's your hat? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Oh, they took our gift! Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Job Saturday on a Labor Day weekend. I mean, it's just appropriate, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Labor Day weekend, and we're, we got a job Saturday for you. Wasn't a great jobs report, but it's better than the headlines. In fact, it's much better. 
than the headlines. And we have a lot to talk about today. Um, it's much better than the headlines. Uh, anyway, welcome. King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. We are so happy you could be with us today. Um, I am uh, I'm back on campus. Uh, it is, I was just talking to uh, producer Sean before the show. And, and, and if you want to know what it's like here, because people are asking, so what's it like on campus now? It's like. There are a lot of us walking around saying, "My gosh, it's like you know we're we're partying like it's 2019." It's not as full as it was in 2019. I mean, there's no question. We got more students. Who, we've got a larger number of our students who are choosing to take their courses in a different different ways. We do it. We do it uh, for we do online courses. Uh, we had online courses in 2019. Probably a quarter of the court, the the offerings we had here in my school, where I'm the dean of school of public affairs here at Saint Cloud State, uh, a quarter of my courses were online in 2019. I'm in 20 in the fall of 2020 when we knew we'd have the pandemic. We didn't have vaccines. We did we we knew we had to have our seats six feet apart from each other, so our classrooms were effectively made much much smaller. As a result, we basically flipped the script and we went 75% uh, online and 25% face-to-face. Um, that's just us, okay? I'm just talking about, about my little corner of SESU. I'm not ta- referring to anybody else. I haven't dialed all the way back to what I had in 2019, but I've dialed more than halfway back. I've got more courses face-to-face than I have online. And those that I have uh, face to, though some of the courses I have face to face have an online component, where maybe you're going to hear a lecture one day when you would normally be in class, and you're going to come in and have discussion in a smaller group and learn from each other on the other day. Something that I think happens really well in a classroom. Uh, but the other thing. The other thing I would say, note for you, is, um, you know, we've learned a lot, and the technology we have is very different. So I can have my faculty member standing in a classroom and lecturing to a, you know, to a group of students who are in the room with her or him, and simultaneously another group of students can be watching the, the piece online, watching that very same class online at the same time. And then there might be a third group of students, and that group of students might be, well, I don't have really the time to watch it now. Some of them might be working. Some of them, it might be an 8 o'clock class, and they're like, yeah, fade that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to that at 9.30 or 10 when I'm a little more awake. That happens, right? And they'll watch a recording. Now, it is not easy to not easy to teach a class that way. But I will say there are enough students who are here and those who are here are having a really good good time being here. They're 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 required to wear masks right now uh on our campus. Uh but they but their classrooms look like a normal classroom. They seem like normal. I I, I, let me put it this way. I was walking up the stairwell uh, that comes up toward it, that it's in the back of the large building that I work in. Um, it goes by, and as I'm coming up between the first and second floor, I hear voices. I hear no. I hear humans talking. And I stopped on the landing because I'm like, "Wow, that sounds pretty loud. What is that?" I get to the top of the floor. I get to the second floor. My office is up here on the third floor. Uh, I get to the second floor and I actually walk out onto the floor just to see where that sound is coming from. I look down both. I look down the hallway in both directions. I don't see anybody. I look back over my shoulder and I see a classroom and I see students and they're having a conversation. They're having conversations with each other, as directed by their faculty member. That's when I said, "That's what normal looks like." And there is normal happening here. I only bring this up because what's happening in lots of parts of our economy isn't quite normal yet. 
the jobs report came out with a with a pretty with a pretty uh, small number, right? Um, with uh, two hundred and thirty five thousand jobs added, uh, where most people expected job the jobs report to check in with with something around seven hundred and twenty to seven hundred thirty five thousand jobs. Now there are two things I will point out about that. One, we got surprised to the upside last month by the number of jobs that were that were added to the to the headline number from local government education data numbers. Okay, because of, because of a quirk in the hiring of the, in the seasonality, a lot of workers came back in in the reference week for for July and were added back on in a way that we normally wouldn't have seen. That turned, there were folks saying, we expect that number to add anywhere between 150 to 200,000 jobs to the number, to that, to get to that 733. That turned out to be inaccurate. I had no idea what number to add to that because it's so anomalous. It's so strange to look at the data in that way. Indeed, the data are so strange that yesterday it was announced. Uh, I I looked at it with some great surprise. The New York Federal Reserve, which has had a now cast a, G, uh, a now cast program to forecast GDP based on current data, has suspended operation of that forecasting program because they say the data simply won't work it's just it's too noisy it's giving us this really strange set of information that we just flat out don't believe and so they've chucked it away things like that that impact i mean if you're running a forecasting model and in one month some something anomalous adds 200,000 workers in the next month, when you think you'll get two hundred thousand more workers, you get you get a, a a big fat zero from it. That is that is the kind of thing that just messes up your forecast. I mean, I'm, it's it's fact. The other thing that happens on Labor Day weekend, I'm writing my quarterly business report. This is the weekend I do it. People laugh at me. They say it's Labor Day weekend. You're not supposed to be laboring on Labor Day weekend. I said. I've always had to work hard on Labor Day weekend. It's it's the start of a new school year. I used to come down and be at the state fair with uh, with uh, back in the old days. AM twelve A, the Patriot, the Biz fourteen forty had a booth for a while. So this would be you, oftentimes I would be sitting at on the on the state fairgrounds doing this. Well, it turns out most people in radio are not doing that this year because of the pandemic. Well, we haven't done it here from the biz 1440 for some years, and that's okay. Um, chances are doing a jobs report for, for an hour or two is not something people are going to gather around and listen to at the state fair. They're probably there. I mean, okay, Sean, turn on your mic. What's your, what's your jam when you go to the state fair? What's the one thing that's just like, okay, if I went to the state fair, I did this. I couldn't quite say because it's been a long time since I've been to the state fair, but I'm sure it does or will revolve around food and some kind of deep fried food, most likely. Well, sure. I mean, that's kind of a standard standard, thing. You're going to eat. That's a standard, right? You're going to eat, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Um, A Narn tradition, Sean. Okay. Is is the seed art. (laughs) All right. We go in and there's these. There's this art display in the ag building that is that is the people taking seeds and putting the seed and and using different colored seeds to create artistic patterns you know remember you know what i'm talking about now oh yeah yeah okay seed art used to be set up in the ag building across the street from where the old am12a the patriot booth was back in the old old days 10 15 years ago 
And we would we we would actually I actually wanted to do we didn't have the technology at the time I actually wanted to take a mobile mic and go in and and talk about the seed art I and uh, and a couple of our old uh, hosts nice. that would have been a blast would have yeah. would have been fun this, but the seed art is for some reason it, I'm attracted to it like 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 a moth to the light. Um, I, I just have to I have to go watch look at it every time. But but yes, the fried food and, and your favorite fried food <laughs> is Oh, I don't know. Deep fried pickle probably. There you go. I'm a sucker for, I'm I'm a simple guy. I just need the best French fries on the on the fairgrounds. No, it's a classic. Yeah, I just have to walk around with a bucket of French fries. <laughs> yeah. Um and I mean a bucket. I want the biggest, oh, yeah, the biggest. thing you have. <laughs> That's right? how you do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, I, you know, and I'm gonna figure. I'm gonna just test myself. How cold do these French fries have to be, <laughs> be before I'm like, yeah, we're throwing the rest of those out, right? Because uh, that's that's what you do at State Fair, right? Agreed. All right, so we, yeah, that's what you do at State Fair. So this is a busy Labor Day weekend. It's a jobs report. We got we've got a number that people are scratching their head about. We're going to solve it all for you coming up right after these messages here on the King Bing and show on the biz 1440. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. We're in this together, and we will get through this together. The vaccines are tested effective and needed. Welcome to the clinic. Which arm? Get your COVID-19 vaccine so we can do this. And this. And this. We are now boarding flight. Together again. Because we got through it together. This message sponsored by the Helmsley Charitable Trust. Aired with the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and the station. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half-price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Listen to the King Banyan Show Saturday mornings at 9 here on the Biz 1440. It's the latest economic news, trade information, your monthly jobs report, and much more. Join us this Saturday morning live on the Biz 1440. Do you love to cook or have a favorite blue ribbon dish? Then you need to enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes to submit that delicious recipe. The winning entry will receive a year's worth of fine meats from Good Ranchers, a $1,400 value, and get a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. Increase your chances of winning by entering once each day. So start cooking and enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com slash recipes. So I- 
I'm not interrupting that for a moment. That is a... All right. We'll have to start paying royalties if we're not careful. Uh, (laughs) 651-289-4477. We're live on a Labor Day weekend here on the Biz 14 for you, the King Banyan Show, uh, with you here. Uh, and stay tuned. If you're if you're hanging around the house today and you got your got your radio on, you want to make sure you you stay tuned in this afternoon uh, because uh, Bison football is back. This 1440, your home for in the Twin Cities for NDSU Bison football. Um, we couldn't be more excited for it. This Saturday, they're taking on the Albany Great Danes. Pre-game with us at one thirty, then catch the kickoff at two thirty. PM NDSU is ranked number two in the Athlon Sports preseason FCS top twenty-five. So you know they're beginning the season with confidence because they have won themselves a ton of championships. Um, go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and check out their entire uh, schedule. Uh, and we always thank uh, NDSU and the Bison for being part of the Biz fourteen forty. I don't mind advertising, even though I work at a competing university. I don't mind advertising their football team because, frankly, they're they're legit. You really should check them out. Um, again, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven on a job Saturday here on the King Banyan Show. Again, the two the uh, numbers uh, were disappointing on the headline two thirty five. The number for uh, for non farm payrolls, non private payrolls, up two hundred forty three now. Let me start with, because I'm going to chip away on that, because everyone's like, oh, that's a huge miss. It's a big miss. I already told you one part of the miss. That came, that came in this, this category of uh, local government, uh, local, I got, and I got to scroll down another, I've got all kinds of things. Local government education actually fell 5,700 5, workers um, in in uh, August versus uh, versus that huge gain that they had in in July, so they went from twenty five, basically seventy five ninety one to seventy eight fifteen. That's a huge increase, and so people were trying to project what that number might look like, and it basically did nothing. The other part, and this is the COVID shock. In my mind, this is the COVID shock writ large. It was in, of course, and and if you've been listening here on the Biz 1440 at all over the last 24 hours or 26 hours since the news since the news hit, uh, and listen to our our friends on Bloomberg Radio, uh, you would know that it was basically food services that put up a big fat zero. Uh, a big zero. Amusements, gambling, and recreation services were up. Employment was up thirty thousand workers. Okay, and that's a number that runs about one and a half million. So thirty thousand is a two about a two two percent gain. That's a pretty significant gain just in 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 a single month. However, food services and drinking places were down 41,500 workers. Let me repeat that. After gaining about 290,000 workers in July, food food services and drinking places, restaurants and bars, lost 41,500 workers in August. I don't see how that can be anything I don't see how that can be anything except delta but have you seen closings of restaurants? Has there been anyone kicking people out of the restaurants? Has there been any shutdowns in any states that you're aware of? A little. I mean, there's some local restrictions in California. New York City says you got to show you got to show proof of vaccination to get into a restaurant. Okay, of course, New York State has. Uh, has uh, something called the Empire Card that you can load on your phone so you can show your proof of vaccination just by holding up your phone to the Mater D at your restaurant. Um, and that's 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 a little bit of that. 
I don't think that's forty-one thousand five hundred. I think that's the that's the demand side. That is the pullback of folks who are reading news about Delta and saying, eh, "I don't think I really want to go to a, I don't think I really want to go to a restaurant." I'd be very, I'll be very interested to look at these data when we have it in about three weeks. I will be drawing a, a graph, and I, I promise I will put it up on our on our uh, Twitter feed using our hashtag pound KBRS. So if you want to follow the show, you just go to twitter.com. I assume you all know what Twitter is. Uh, you use the hashtag pound KBRS and that's how you'll find us. Uh, find things in the show. I will put out uh, a little graphic that compares the employment in this area by state to um, uh, case rates. And to hospitalization rates. Uh, I, I think that's, I think, so I believe that, that a lot of this, because you look at the other information, right? Again, amusements, gambling and recreation. What's true about amusements and recreation? Those happen for the most part in the summer. They happen outside. Gambling doesn't happen outside, obviously. Museums were only up, uh, were up 300 jobs. That's, you know, it's just a, it's just a rounding error, really. Um, uh, performing arts and spectator sports were up about 5,000 jobs. That's, that's a little bit stronger, but most pe- spectator sports in the summertime are summer jobs. So I don't see how we can think that that second big impact is anything other than, than Delta. Right? It, it, it almost... Begs the. It also it 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 doesn't it doesn't seem to be possible. It could be anything else. And Jason Furman, uh, who worked worked as the uh, chair of the uh, uh, Council of Economic Advisors under President Obama, is now a professor uh, in the the Harvard Kennedy School. Was on CNBC as the news came out, as the information came out on um, uh, at seven thirty our time yesterday and within the first 10 minutes after the announcement i think he had a pretty good analysis of this go ahead and play cut number one please sean look i think there's no question that the delta virus is taking a toll on the economy what's interesting is how much tinier that toll on the economy is than the toll it's actually taking on health we're headed pretty rapidly to daily death toll from delta that exceeds the death toll that we had in April from the first wave. But then you look at these numbers, Delta maybe subtracted, I don't know, 600,000 jobs that we would have had, absent Delta that we didn't have. Mm -hmm. Last time around, we lost 20 million jobs. Delta's having about 3% as much impact on the economy as the first wave of the virus did. And why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? My answer is pretty simple. That's the vaccine. Um, let's imagine there's there's different groups of, of potential, uh, different groups of consumers, generally speaking. There are, one group is a group that has received the vaccine and treats the vaccine as basically like a passport. I am vaccinated. I'm aware that if I, you know, I read the news, I read about these breakthrough cases, but what the what what I'm being told is if what I read is if I have been vaccinated and I get a breakthrough case, I am far less likely to end up in the hospital. I am far far less likely to die from from it. I'm therefore in my cost benefit analysis as I weigh the possibilities I'm going to go out and do more things. There are those that have received the vaccine but don't treat it like a passport to do more things. They they have mis they've misapprehended the the amount of risk that they that's been reduced by receiving the vaccine. And I have friends in both these categories. I have friends who have chosen not to get the vaccine and have been the ones who were defiantly going to restaurants just as soon as they could. 
the ones that simply are like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just not doing that. And then there's a fourth group. There's a group that's not vaccinated for whatever reason, but recognizes Delta as being very, and the, and COVID more generally as being very serious and therefore is staying away from restaurants and away from, away from the airplanes and away from any enclosed space. But all of these different groups exist. There is only one group that's probably reacted reacted strongly to the news of Delta, and I think it's that second group, the ones that, that are misapprehending the, the reduction in risk from from Delta because the information's relatively new, it's noisy. I don't think people understand very well what's what's happening there. When I talk to folks, I tell them, look, don't be stupid about how you go to a restaurant. But if the restaurant looks like it's 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 taking reasonable precautions, and if you're wearing your mask going into the restaurant, leaving the restaurant, and I I leave my mask on until the food arrives. But I was in a room with with uh, hundreds of people the uh, just a couple nights ago at a at at a at a fundraiser and and you know I saw some folks wearing their masks I saw folks not wearing the mask and and I could have I could have reacted like why aren't these people wearing their masks but my reaction was was I'm in that first group I'm vaccinated I understand the reduction in risk I'm not going to do anything really foolish but when I had to take my mask off to eat my meal, I did so comfortably because I recognize what's happening. I do think that's why the impact of Delta on the data, as Furbin says, is so much less than you would see otherwise. I want to explore this idea a little bit more. I've got a couple other people to talk about this coming up right after this on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The institutions use the markets to create income and get better returns for their investors. They are consistent year after year using tools that most people know nothing about. Learn the skills to invest and trade with the institutions at a free investing class in our local Twin City Center or virtually at 952-814-4410. Discover the tools the institutions use daily at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com. Hi, John Wichko here, owner of Advantage Auto Glass. I'd like to talk local, Minnesota local. I was born and raised right here in Rosemount and have spent my entire life in Minnesota. I'm proud that we're a local family-owned company. It really frosts me when national glass companies based in other states and owned by a foreign conglomerate try to say they're local. Advantage Auto Glass has been local, Minnesota local for over 20 years. We'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives and we'll fix your chipped or cracked windshield right the first time. Advantage Autoglass has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and we're a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. If you call your agent or claims line first, make sure to tell them you want to work with Advantage Autoglass, your real local, Minnesota local installer, and no one else. Or you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. Hey there, remember me? I'm Tasha with Forever Cleaning, here to ask, aren't you tired of cleaning your office? Did you know that when you do it yourself, you are taking precious time away from doing all the things you really enjoy? Like spending time with the family, or spending the day doing absolutely nothing at all. Or better yet, taking advantage of that fishing license you keep buying every year but never seem to find the time to use. Imagine this, you getting your hooks wet, catching some dinner, and leaving the cleaning to us. 
Forever Cleaning aims to provide top quality service that includes trash removal, break room bathroom disinfecting, dusting, mopping, and more. So what are you waiting for? Call us today at 763-807-9817 to schedule your walkthrough or visit forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. And if you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first three months of service. So remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Welcome back. King Banging Show, The Biz 1440. It was a wonderful time when we all got fascinated by uh, uh, Indian uh, instrumentation uh, in uh, in rock. Um, George Harrison with a sitar uh, is actually one of my favorite things to listen to. Uh, 651-289-4477 on a job Saturday. So if you go outside of the, in the jobs report, if you go outside of the um, that basic... Uh, that 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 basic information we were just sharing with you about uh, about where where the jobs didn't happen. There's a lot to like in this report. Let me just I'm let me just give you some some top line numbers. I'm not going we're not going to dig too deep into this. If I look in if I look in goods production generally speaking. Okay, that's mining, that's construction, that's manufacturing of goods and uh, good Durable goods and non-durable goods. That was up forty thousand jobs in in August. After up sixty-four thousand jobs in July. After being up forty-two thousand jobs in June. In other words, on that side of the economy, things just ticked along fine. On manufacturing, thirty-two thousand in June, fifty-two thousand in July, thirty-seven thousand in August. It was it. That side of the economy did fairly well. I do see signs. Two of the last three months, construction employment has actually fallen by really, really small amounts. But in the third month when it rose, it also rose by a really small amount. It really feels like the construction sector has kind of hit a peak. It's producing houses at what I think is about the fastest rate it can produce houses. Let me go. Let me. I got to go find that. Let me go find that particular piece. Residential construction right now is employing eight hundred eighty thousand workers. That was up like one hundred jobs uh, around here in the months so of virtually flat. Um, if you go if you go back to a year ago, it was at eight thirty. It was it was at eight nineteen. So on a seasonally adjusted basis, they've added about sixty one thousand workers to that sector. My guess is there just isn't much more you can add. And residential specialty trade contractors, the the plumbers, the electricians, uh, the the drywallers, and all that, uh, roofers, all of that, uh, up another seventeen thousand three hundred workers. It feels like the, that sector is going at a very, very rapid rate. We might be reaching the point where that sector is hitting a speed limit. There just aren't any more workers you can bring uh, bring to to the uh, many more workers you can bring to that sector. You say, well, but there's un- you get all the you got these people who are fr- who aren't working in restaurants. It's like, well, uh, my son's a chef. Okay, I wouldn't want him to do the electricity in my house. Okay, not without a whole lot of learning first, because that's just not something he knows. And I certainly wouldn't let him do the plumbing. Um, so that so that area is fine. One point that I think is really interesting in this report is by looking at motor vehicles and parts, which actually added 24,000 jobs, announced this week GM is is closing plants because they can't get computer chips for their cars. So they announced on Thursday of this week that they're shuttering eight plants in North America because the chips just aren't there to do the work. You're missing a key component. 
I do think this is a drag on GDP for the for for Q3. I do, and and again, I, I as I mentioned uh, to you before, as I mentioned to you before, if I look at the uh, if I look at the GDP data coming out uh, from the various forecasting places, the New York Fed's no longer offering a forecast. But uh, the forecasts that are out there are now like in the four to five percent range. We're seeing instead, um, indeed. Let me let me go to uh, let me go to to read a couple of uh, pieces here. Um, uh, looking looking for a couple of a uh, couple of uh, numbers on that. Uh, the Atlanta Fed is at is is at three point four percent. Most of the forecasting houses, Goldman, uh, uh, Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, uh, are, are at, at closer to 5 5.5%. Look, a 5% GDP growth rate in Q3 is still a very good growth rate. We are seeing what I think, though, is that, is that, that, damped, that dampening of the, of the curve, okay, meaning it's gonna, we're going to see growth at a slower and slower rate over the next few over the next few cycles months and quarters as we head back to an economy that grows at a a much slower rate but i do think you know this piece this particular report got hit hard by uh uh covid let's play it let's play another cut for you this is this fellow's name is josh pogue he operates a number of uh, uh retail malls around the uh around the country and he's looking at the traffic in his malls and, and looking at retail more generally. Uh, let's get this cut number three, Sean. You know, I, I did a poll of all of our property managers around the country and it basically over the last 30 days has been status quo. Like there are a lot of job openings. They're finding some workers and it's, it's really a matter of how much they're willing to pay. And, um, and so, I mean, we are seeing hiring, but it's all tied together. It's tied to the Delta variant and people being nervous about going out. Um, we're still seeing the surge in traffic, but it's uh, uh, it's hitting a pause, similar to what we're talking about on the jobs report. Retail trade employment was down 28,500 jobs. Where were the biggest drops? Building materials and garden supplies and then food and beverage stores, grocery stores, um, gas stations down Gas stations down uh, 3,400 jobs. Clothing and clothing accessories jobs down 4,000. Um, pretty much up and down the aisle uh, through all of the various things that you'd see in the store. Like a department store down 2,300 jobs. General merchandise stores like a Sam's Club or a Costco down 2,700 jobs. And those numbers have been flattish for... Um, for some time and to slightly down um why people ask why well again i think you're seeing a couple of couple of things happening in this job market for the first time in a while workers appear to have the upper hand as pogue says they're trying to offer more money they're trying wages went up let me let me grab that number for you quickly uh, that ain't it. That ain't it. There it is, right? Nope, that's not it either. There we go. Uh, total private uh, hourly earnings up 17 cents to $30.73 an hour on the private side. If I look at what's happening in retail, retail gained 15 cents. Uh, leisure and hospitality, though, gained uh, a full a full quarter an hour. Okay, those jobs average, the average pay in leisure and hospitality is at $18.80 an hour. So adding a quarter to that is a big gain in that, in that sector. But retail up, uh, up $0.15, cents. Uh, transportation up $0.12. Cents. Uh, a lot of the gains are happening in construction where they've, well, they've added $0.12, cents, uh, $0.12 cents on that side. Um, as you look as you look through the data and you say, well, where are the biggest wage gains happening? They're happening in professional and business services up twenty three cents. You're seeing leisure and hospitality, as I mentioned before, up twenty five cents. Um, and so, so as you look at the at the wage data that we have on hourly earnings, 
you're seeing significant gains. Those rates are up at 5 to 6%. And yet, as I say that, if you've been paying attention to what's happening on the inflation front, you would have to agree that what inflation is doing is it is it is in fact uh, is in fact uh, um, rising at that rate and perhaps even more. So in terms of what's happening in real wages, that number is flat to perhaps in some sectors down. And if you are if you are concerned about Delta, you are. If you if you're one of those folks that maybe is in those one of those other three buckets, if you're not the person who's received the vaccine and treated it like a passport, if you're not one of them, you might react. Rational action would be: my real wage is declining, and there's this increase in caseloads that's being reported daily in the newspaper. And you're probably not, if you're not getting up to go back to work, you're probably, you're probably choosing not to. That's going to allow us to make this trans, next transition in the next segment. I want to talk about what happened on the household side, where I think all of the good news is. I've given you pretty much every bit of bad news I can give you about this report, and I'm telling you it's not that bad. Wages are rising. In the goods producing sector we're seeing we're seeing gains. Construction probably is going about as fast as it can. If I look at finance, if I look at if I look at financial services, if I look at the information sector, I look at the health sector, those sectors are doing fine. The ones that are front facing where you're working with, with individuals, those are not doing so well. If you're in a low paying job, those are the ones that are not doing so well. Those wages are the ones raising the rising the most right now. And and that's not all that bad. But after these messages, I'm going to tell you if things are even getting better here on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems a boot, Arby's Computer Service. There's a ton to explore at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, like the biggest savings around at our half-off deals tab. Click on programs to see our daily lineup, win prizes at the VIP fan club, catch up on your favorite podcasts, and more. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018 800-884-9018 That's 800-884-9018 are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? 
TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz, 1440. Thank you for being with us today. 651-289-4477. I saw a Facebook post by my Narn colleague, Mitch Berg, today. So I know he's in live today on our sister station, AM 12A, The Patriot, starting at 1 o'clock. And then he goes from there to bringing his – he's got his band out playing someplace tonight not his band he's in a band uh and, but um the, the band has a has a narn connection so if you're a fan of the narn you should be following mitch you should follow you should follow his uh, show uh today and then you should actually see uh the band because there's the the singer will look vaguely familiar to you if you've been a narn fan for a long long time uh no they don't let mitch sing it's best that they don't let him sing um Again, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Thank you for questions and comments that are coming in. I'm trying to keep an eye on the. Uh, I'm, I keep trying to keep an eye uh, uh, eye on my uh, my my feed here, my uh, my my my, uh, my my Twitter feed here. Good comments coming in from Don and Frank, and uh, you should participate too. Here on uh, using the hashtag pound KBRS is always the best way to find me. I. I'm watching that in real time, but I'm also watching. Uh, I'm also watching uh, some of the responses. Uh, and Don, I have not listened to Shanti Shanti, but I would. I would love to because that just that that that's that's going to be playing in, in in the car this afternoon uh, as I drive around around the St. Cloud area. Um, let me let me make this transition then. Okay. So the jobs report, everyone focus on the jobs report and I will, I'll talk about the taper. I will talk about all that stuff coming up, but I want to focus on is the fact that, that one of the basic things we teach in economics is supply and demand. Indeed, there's an old joke, right? If you want to make an economist, you take a parrot and you teach, teach the parrot the word supply and demand. Voila, you have an economist. But and and it's an it's an it's it's an oversimplification. But like any oversimplification, it has a root in truth in truthfulness. We focus on supply and demand a lot. But what happens what happens is people will focus on one or the other. But you you can't. But they don't quite grasp the entirety of the concept. Here's what I mean by that. When I talk about demand, what an economist means by the word demand is the the quantity of goods a consumer is going to want to buy of some good or service at a, at various prices at that particular moment given everything else being held constant. Right? There's a lot to unpack in that. But the thing to focus on and I could, but I just want to focus you on this one point. Demand is a range of, of what would I buy, how much of this good would I buy. So when I talk about the demand for labor, it's how much labor would I buy? Who does the buying? Of course, it's firms. But it depends on all the various conditions that are out there right now. And demand curves, demand schedules, and I like to think of them as schedules. You could imagine yourself with prices and then quantities on, on like a spreadsheet. Um... um the the way the the reaction to to that list is is just saying if i have a higher price i'm going to buy less if i have a lower price i'm going to buy more so one of the things that's going to restrain the employment report is as these wages rise 
some businesses, some owners of businesses are going to look and say, I just really can't afford to hire another worker. Not at that wage, not particularly when I have to pay everybody that wage, not just the one I'd like to hire, but that one, that other one too. Um, on the supply side, of course, is, is you and me, workers. People, people who are working for a living are on the supply side. And on that supply side, on that supply side, we have a number of things going on. We have opportunities to do other things. Some of us are able to collect unemployment insurance bonuses. They run out this coming week. Some of us have child care responsibilities that's, that it are factored into whether or not I'm going to offer my services in the labor market. Some of us, sometimes that, that's because I can't, get a, I can't get a daycare for my toddler, and sometimes that's because my eight-year-old has been sent home from third grade because there's been an outbreak of COVID at the school. Some of us making that calculation, that same calculation about whether or not I should, whether or not I treat the vaccine as a passport or not, will also factor in the fact that I'm an older worker, I'm a younger worker, and we know COVID hits older workers harder. I mean, if you get sick from COVID and you're older, the likelihood it's going to make you really sick, go to a hospital, the likelihood that it's going to cause death is greater. And so we're seeing a number of 55 to 64-year-olds actually choosing to, to step out of the labor market. The number of people reported to have retired, uh, looking, at, looking at data from the Pew Research Center, actually rose by almost a million people. And the labor supply of this country has fallen from about sixty, from about sixty-three point seven percent of the population, or sixty-three point four percent of the population, to currently sixty-one point seven percent of the population. Take that difference. Take that one point seven. <clears throat> multiply it by the labor force of about, uh, or the population, adult population of about two hundred and forty, and 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 you crank that math, and you'll come up with a number around four about 4 million workers who are not in the labor force that would have been before. A significant chunk of them may be folks that have retired and are not coming back. So that, there's, your, there's your $64 question right at this moment. What's going on in that labor supply? The unemployment rate 5.2%, is that good news? Is that bad news? Well, I think it's actually probably pretty good news, and we'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, Chances are you'd look good in stripes, too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. 
That's highschoolofficials.com. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member and of... And I'm proud to serve in the United and States And I am Air proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com.